The New Marketing Show is brought to you by Trinity Web Media. TrinityWebMedia.com. Trinity Web Media solves business problems with intelligent web development and digital marketing. Everybody, welcome to another episode of The New Marketing Show, the podcast where we talk about how intelligent digital marketing and WordPress development solve business problems. This is episode 84, and we are back after a bit of a hiatus. And as always, or as before, or you know, whatever, <laughs> joined with Trinity Web Media co-founder, co-host of The New Marketing Show, Kevin Everly. Kevin, what is going on? Greg, how are you doing today? I'm good. You know, it feels like it's been quite a while since we sat down and we recorded any uh, episodes. What is going on? I feel, I feel refreshed. How about that? Yeah. I was going to say, I feel out of sorts, but that's not true. I feel really, I feel refreshed here. And, you know, we could talk a little bit about, about the hiatus. Let's talk a little bit about, and then let's of course get to our topic. Uh, our topic today, we'll talk about the perils of cross-posting and how in social media, being lazy really hurts you. So, so anyway, gosh, where do we start? Let's start at the top. Let's start about – so we took a brief hiatus, kind of. You and Nate did a show and then we repurposed some old content that we had. Mm-hmm. And reason being is I was in the middle of a cross-country move from San Diego down here to Philadelphia, the Philadelphia area. And it's an, it's an exciting time as we look to expand our reach into Philadelphia and our services down here into South Jersey and mm-hmm. Philadelphia and complement what we have going on in the New York City, Central Jersey, Bucks County, Pennsylvania area. Uh, and it, it's just been one of those things where, you know, honestly, like it, it's one of those things that, you know, I realize like how much of a demand podcasting really takes mm-hmm. on you, you know, how how – difficult it is like we went through a situation like where we turned off you know my wi-fi because the billing cycle was over and i was still there for a week and like it's impossible to do certain things and i was coffee shop you know i rather than moving out i felt like i was moving into a place and it was all fragmented and it was things that we could overcome but i thought that at some point like last week we were doing our audience a disservice if we were just going to post an episode for the sake of posting an episode Versus posting something that's really good and that works for everybody. So I guess everybody, thank you for bearing with us. You know, Kevin, Nate, you guys did a great job picking up my slack. And I think that we're, I'm rejuvenated. I don't know if you can tell. Yeah, you sound good, man. It's nice to have the band back together. <laughs> the band, strike up the band. The band is back together. So, so let's talk a little bit today about, you know, cross-posting and how people sort of sabotage themselves by being lazy. You know, one of the things that, one of the things that's really, 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 I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's really difficult or it's, it's something that is just a pain when I see people cross-posting from, when people cross-post from, you know, Instagram to Twitter to Facebook, you know, I think that what they're doing is they're really doing their audience. They're really like dismissing their audience and thinking that their audience is not as savvy as what they are and that there's no psychology. They're treating every persona the same. And the the danger of things is when you treat every persona and every single audience the same, you're running a risk of having your message lost to at least 
75% of it because no message can resonate with everybody all the time. Yeah. Now, when you, when you say people, do you mean people or brands? I don't care. I, I mean, like, I, I don't care. I mean, I don't care. I really don't care about, you know, like if, if, if an individual has no goals attached to their social media other than the broadcast their cat pictures or like, you know, limited goals, like, you know, somebody posting their kids, things like that. I don't care about that. I care about companies. I care about people who are using social media as a marketing tool. Maybe I'm talking about myself too. Like I very rarely cross post. Okay. From Instagram to Facebook to Twitter. Because like, let's take my personal stuff as an example, right? My Facebook is typically like life updates. Like mm-hmm. what's going on? What's going, you know, music, this, that, and, and the other thing, right? My Instagram is really different where Instagram highlights some of the professional stuff that mm-hmm. we do. And also highlights like, you know, Clean living, uh, not clean living, clean eating, you know, being vegan, you know, home cooking and different stuff like that. That sort of fits in more of my personal website, mm-hmm. you know. And then th- there's Twitter, of course. And what Twitter does for me is, is typically like a political or business or news type of conversation. Now, if I was to go and not that there is never any overlap because, of course, there's always overlap because I am who I am and brands are who they are. But at the same time, like the people on my audience on Twitter, they don't really care about this cool new vegan taco recipe that I got, you know, as much as somebody on Instagram or Pinterest would, Mm -hmm. you know, and the same, now there's a little bit of overlap on Facebook, but at the same time, like, is there that much overlap for me to post it there or just, or am I alienating my audience? Mm -hmm. So one of the, what's a telltale sign that you see? As somebody just blatantly being lazy and cross-posting their content from one platform to another. So the first that comes to mind is Instagram cross-posting to Facebook. And you at, you at the brand correctly on Instagram. It's not the same handle or whatever for Facebook. And you've got a broken at handle. Oh, man. That's like, you, you know, that is like lazy 101. Yeah. The, 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 other, the other one there is like the... You know, you, you know, on Instagram, you can use up to 30 hashtags mm-hmm. and people do use a lot of, you know, hashtags, which is fine, whatever. The thing is that they don't translate over to Twitter or they don't translate over to, they don't translate over to Facebook the same way that they do. You know, people aren't curating content with hashtags on Facebook the way that they would on Instagram. Now they're not; they are curating content when it comes to Twitter, but they're not curating thirty hashtags worth of content. Yeah, and so think about this, right? Just from a, a pragmatic standpoint, thirty hashtags, right, or let's say even ten hashtags, right, can take up all hundred and forty or two hundred eighty characters that you're running with. Yeah. Now, what are you tweeting? You're tweeting hashtags. Nonsense, yeah. garbage. Yeah. So I think that you know some of the things are wh- how. How is a good way, do you think, to get around the cross-posting thing, to get around kind of looking like you're a lazy marketer? So, I mean, going back to my example, right? So when I see that, I know two things. A, you missed an opportunity with not tagging the brand properly on Facebook, going in and hustling around and changing that. Right. Two, you're not operating with intent. Correct. And I think that if I could add anything, you don't know your audience. 
Exactly. That's a great point too. the psychology of the audience, you know, where you're just putting you're you're checking a box to be like, oh, I posted I, I got Facebook today. Right. So I got it done. I got it done. So I did Facebook. I did. I did Facebook today. I did that. And what's one of my pet peeves that I always say? You don't. And Nate, Nate in back of the room. He, I, I know that he'll know this one is like doing social. Like I'm going to do social. Like, you know that that makes me like, okay, what does that mean? Yep. What does that mean? You know, I, I think that much to your point, you're not operating with intent. And when you're not operating with intent, you're not doing anything strategic. Yep. And if you're not doing anything strategic, you don't know what to measure. Mm-hmm. You don't know what your key performance indicators, your KPIs, or, you know, you don't know how to do anything. The yep. metrics aren't important to you. So, you know, going back to answer your question, you know, you have imagery and messaging. There's no reason you can't take the same imagery if it resonates with the audience on multiple platforms and tweak the message. Right. There, there's no, no reason you, you, you can't do that. You know, I, I think when it comes to cross-posting and the dangers of cross-posting from one platform to the other, I do think that what happens is you kind of look like you don't know what you're doing a little bit and you're definitely missing out on opportunities. Yeah. I mean, you know, it, it's hard enough to get in your, uh, you know, your the people who like your page on Facebook in their algorithm. The last thing you want to do is get in their algorithm with, with something that doesn't resonate, doesn't matter. That's a missed opportunity to inter- interact and actually engage with them that you may not get back for another couple weeks, depending on when they're online, when you're posting and all the other right. things that go into the algorithm. Right. That's, you know, you, know, you, you make a great point because not all the, the platforms pick up content in the same way. Not everyone serves the content you know, in the same manner. So when you do cross post from Instagram to Twitter to Facebook, you're missing opportunities to hit your audience. Mm-hmm. You know, and those opportunities now, you know, Facebook, you pay for, you pay for the extended reach through a boosted post. You know, that's one of the only ways to get in front of your full audience is to pay for it. So the last thing you want to do is, you know, turn your back on an opportunity to get in front of them natively or organically without having to put ad spend behind it. Oh, without, without a doubt, you, you know, I think that, you know, you, you are missing the point, you're missing the boat, you, you are just, you know, it's, again, you know, the thing that I, that kills me, the thing that kills me is, it, it's, it's checking a box, it's, it's okay, well, mm-hmm. somebody says I need to have Twitter, somebody says I need to have this, I need to have that, you know, somebody says I need to have that, so like, oh, I found this cool tool to go ahead and broadcast all my stuff all at once. You know, to me, yeah. like, the, again, like, you know, you know, I think you hit it on the nail. It's not operating with intent. What it is is checking the box. And look, yep. if you want to go through your, if you want to run your business and if you want to run your marketing and you want to run your social marketing or your content marketing just by checking boxes, guess what? You're going to be one of the people that say, I invested all this time and money in this thing. It doesn't work. Social media does not work. Yep. Social media doesn't work. Content marketing does not work. Content, right. It's not helping my SEO. Nothing's going well. Why isn't this working? I'll tell you why it's not working. Because you're not putting any effort into it. Yeah. You know, like, it, it, it's, it's like showing up. It's just like, it's just showing up without doing any of the work to be prepared to show up. Mm-hmm. You know, there's no way that you're going to be successful. There's no way you're going to get what you need. There's no way that you're going to ever get ahead. And look, you know, there was a time, you know, I say that quite a bit nowadays. There was a time when 
running social media, when you had a social presence, a good social presence, you were ahead of the curve Mm -hmm. with everybody because people were just getting on. Yep. You know what I mean? I don't even like, and I'm talking about the brands who got on when it wasn't even called social media. Yeah. Like uh, early adopters and early brands that stick out in my mind are brands like Vitamin Water, Nike, uh, Adidas, uh, Lululemon. Mm -hmm. They were early adopters of social media and they killed it. Yeah. Right? Then everybody got on that ship. And then content marketing got heavy. And everybody was like, well, you got to exercise your subject matter expertise. And these are all things that we say to clients. Exercise your subject matter expertise, help people, you know, give before you expect to receive, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Consider it, you know, a long play. Now everybody does that. And like, here's the thing. If you do that and you're not doing it the right way, you're going to come back and say, oh, it's not working. Mm -hmm. You know, it, it makes me crazy. Yeah. This is the one that makes me the craziest, right? When I've got to click a link, like let's say I read a tweet, right? And let's say it's from whomever, right? And it says, oh, I had a wonderful day at the ballpark today. You know, the Yankees played great, you know, da 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 And then there's an Instagram link <laughs> right there. Yep. So if I'm consuming that content on Twitter, why not assume that I want to con- consume all the content on Twitter? Yep. Posting a link, uh, an Instagram link to Twitter is not the same as posting a bit.ly link to a website and a news article yep. or a blog post or a current event, anything like, like that. It is vastly different because one takes you to the web. Mm-hmm. The other one takes me to another social platform. Mm-hmm. So what happens if I'm interested in this stuff and I am the person in the world that does not have an Instagram account? You lost me. Yeah. I mean, you lost me right away. Yeah. And, and conversely, you know, this is a point that I've been thinking about lately is even if they do have an Instagram, there's no incentive to follow you on Instagram because they're going to see your shit wherever they are anyway. True. There's, you know, one of the, one of the goals that I always try to do is get your, Get your audience, your fans as engaged as possible. You know, lean on Twitter for customer experience. Reach out, ask questions. You know, Facebook, engage with the product, engage with the community. Uh, Instagram, you know, see the lifestyle images that resonate with people who like the brand. You know, there's a different play behind each of those. And if you're going to just cross post things, why not just stick to one? Right. And and stick to one and, and have it and do it with a great website. And make sure that everything comes back there. You know, again, you know, <clears throat> I, find, I think that Instagram is smart by not allowing links mm-hmm. in, their, in, in their posts. And I'll tell you why. Because one, it encourages people to not spam the shit out of you, mm-hmm. right? Two, <clears throat> it encourages people to go to a bio to get more information so that they can learn more about that person. Mm-hmm. And inherently, by not allowing links, guess what it does? It promotes their own ad ad network. Yeah, why would you, why would they have any interest in you leaving their their app? Right now, where Facebook, it's totally different. Mm-hmm. You know, you know, it's totally totally different. With Twitter, it's totally different. You know, you can post links. Mm-hmm. You know, but the thing is, is that you know, Facebook's main goal was originally was no. I mean, of course, to connect everybody, which is kind of altruistic and kind of wh- whatever, but. Their, their main goal was to have you browse the entire web through yep. their app, app, 
Yeah. You know, and so that's why they encourage. That's why when you click a link in Facebook, it doesn't open in Safari or it doesn't yeah. open out. It opens in within like their own browser. Mm-hmm. And you have an option to go to Safari or Chrome or whatever you're using. You know, but I think that it's just one of those things like people don't understand. And it looks honestly, when I see something with, you know, like I use hashtags and cultivate an audience, especially when it comes to like fitness or vegan, et cetera, et cetera. Right. But I typically do it in a comment. I don't do it in the actual post. Right. If I see something on Twitter that comes from Instagram and there's a bunch of hashtags on it, I just consider it spam right away. Mm -hmm. I consider them saying, we do not know. This is what it says to me. I do not know my audience. I do not know what my audience wants. I do not know what is important to them. I do not know who they are, what they look like, where they live. So you know what? I'm going to try to be everything to all of these people who may be interested. Mm -hmm. You know, like, uh, you know, again, I can only go back to me, right? I'm interested. I have a bunch of different interests, music, you know, playing music, sports, skateboarding, you know, uh, fitness, you know, plant-based eating, da, 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 da. I wouldn't post a picture of amazing meal that we made with skateboard hashtags. Yeah. While that is part of me, that's not part of my audience for that piece of content. Mm-hmm. I think that people, you know, I, again, checking the box is no longer okay. You are not on the forefront of shit. <laughs> You're on the back end of everything right now. You know, you're in the back end of everything right now if you're just checking boxes. And that's why, you know, you're not going to garner much, many leads or more attention, et cetera, et cetera. You know, if you're operating to just check a box, you might as well just stop. It's not going to work. Yeah. It's a waste of time and energy and money. You could, you could go, you know, run PPC ads or something and just step out and save your time, you know? Yeah, and and call it good. Call it good. Call it good. And like people are like, well, it takes so much time to do social media. It takes so much time to – you know, here's something interesting I just kind of thought of. People say it's very – oh, it takes so much time to do social media, right? But I've never heard anybody say it takes so much time to be social. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's a whole different mindset. You know, Jay Bear always said, you know – the goal of social media is not to do social, it's to be social and to interact and to cultivate relationships and to, you know, I've met some of my best friends originally, <clears throat> you know, through Twitter, you know, so, uh, and that's how I got introduced to the startup community in Arizona with Gangplank and, and all of that. You know, I've done all of, all of that stuff. I, I've seen how it pulls people together. I've seen how, you know, I can get good recommendations for local things when I ask the right questions to the right people. You know, I, I've, I've seen how all that happens. I've seen, you know, how we can get, uh, I see how we can grow brands yeah. on it, et cetera, et cetera. So I think it's just important to understand that checking the box is not good enough. No, it, it, it's a disservice to yourself and your audience. Yeah. And if you want to be not good enough at what you're doing, well, go for it. That's awesome. I know that that doesn't work for me. I know that doesn't work for our company or the brands that we manage on social. And I think that, you know, when you're pushing things out just like that, you're not listening to your audience. There's no opportunity for reputation management or there's no, there's no opportunity for, you know, any type of conversation at all. 
No, and I think it actually speaks to who you are as a brand. You know, when when I see brands doing that, I'm like, okay, you're not my first choice because, you know, you're just checking a box. Anytime I work with, you know, hire somebody for something or purchase, I don't want a company that just checks boxes. So it also gives you, you know, a little bit into the, the culture and the mindset. Yeah, and I think that it's important to operate with a strategy, operate with intent, measure what you're doing, review, refine, repeat. I can't count how many times I've said that, you know, and I, I think that that's the most important thing. So any parting thoughts on the perils of cross posting and why we don't do it and why we don't like it? Um, sure. I mean, if you are doing cross posting, you know, the time to stop is now. It's an easy mistake to make, you know, but it's just time to step up the game. It's time to st- start strategizing, putting goals in place and, you know, putting a game plan together of how you're going to achieve those goals instead of how you're going to get this done today. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. I think that what it is, is it, again, it's checking the box. It's being lazy. It's, it's doing it to do it, not doing it for a specific goal driven re- reason. So anyway, so nice to be back podcasting here. Good to have you back. I know. How about that? I'm, I'm, uh, Left San Diego, I'm down across the river from Philadelphia, um, and I'm looking forward to this next journey, next journey for the company, next growing the business, you know, down here, down south, getting involved in some co-working spaces and trying and seeking out a collaborative workspace. So if you're listening to this and you're in Philadelphia or Camden, Cherry Hill area, and you know of a good co-working space that I should check out. Send it to me, taylor at trinitywebmedia.com. Let me know. Let me know what's good. Let me know what's out there. And as always, Kev, thanks for your time. Thank you, Greg. Good to have you back, man. Thanks. And everybody, thanks for listening. You know, you can get more episodes of The New Marketing Show at trinitywebmedia.com slash apple-podcasts. If you could, can you rate, review, subscribe, all that good stuff to to our show, wherever you get your podcasts? You know, a couple other shows I've been listening to a lot has been the MF CEO. Been listening to that one quite a bit and also listening to a lot of other ones. You know, I'm listening to this new book also by David Goggins. Okay. I'll tell you what, we should talk more about him in a future episode, but he's a badass individual. <laughs> ultra army guy, ultra marathoner, and just the epitome of mental toughness. No, I like it. So it's pretty interesting. So. Anyway, that's a little plug for his book. We don't get anything, but <laughs> check it out if you like it. I'm still listening to it. So, well, everyone, until next time, Kevin, thanks for joining me. Thanks, Greg, and thanks, everybody, for listening.